okay. A big one a lot of people were wondering, if you still haven't seen Civil War yet, I'm sorry, spoilers, just stop the podcast if you're doing it now. But fucking going back under into cryostasis. I mean, we just got our beloved James back, and all of a sudden Steve loses him again? I don't know if I'm happy about that. I don't think I like that period. I've become a huge Bucky Barnes fan because of all this shit. And I just, I really hope that maybe they might give him a chance to come back through for Black Panther in 2017. It's just, <laughs> I don't like the fact that my Bucky has been, you know, stopped. You know, Sebastian Stan is one of the most killer, amazing actors that I've ever seen. I mean, he kills it with all the micro-expressions and the certain scenes that he had. It's just, why? How? I just, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's very insane with the fact that they just, Sebastian Stan, you have now become one of my top Marvel men in the world. I'm just kidding. I'm well, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm serious as a heart attack. But I have to admit, Seb has become a very big part of my life. I don't want to admit it, but I have to. And just I can't wait to see any more chances that Bucky's gonna have. Now I also have to admit, Paul Rudd, you were somebody I loved back when you were in Clueless, back in the day when I was a kid. Dude, you just you killed it as Scott Lang. Oh my god. I loved it with Ant-Man. It just you blew my, blew, blew my, yeah, blew me away with it. And the fact that you had such a great role within this movie for Ant-Man, you know, working with Team Cap, and the fact that you got to blow yourself up in this one, oh, <laughs> I know I'm just being all kind of fangirly and shit, but I just can't help it. This movie really sealed it for me with this. But... I'm really going to be excited for when they do Ant-Man and the Wasp because I want to see Evangeline Lilly come back as Wasp. You know, Hope is a great character. She still is. Sorry, I'm trying to suck a little of my shake down and it's just not coming up. Hmm, that's not what she said. Anyway, now, I know a lot of us are kind of big with the whole situation. What is coming up with the new Marvel movies that will be out in the theater soon? Or should I say soon as in the next couple of years? I mean, you've got Doctor Strange coming out 11-4 with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I saw the previous for it when I went to go see Civil War. It is mind-blowing. And, you know, with Doctor Strange, he is a mind-blowing person. That's going to be pretty impressive. Then, of course, you know, we've got some of the movies coming out in 2017, which is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I'm interested to see who they're going to put for Peter Quill's father. You've got, well, actually, 5517, yeah, that 5517. Spider-Man coming back to Marvel itself. Woo! I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the new Spider-Man who was actually in Civil War. He's going to more than likely have the role. Can't wait to see that. Thor Ragnarok, this is where you're going to hopefully see where the other two Avengers were not in this movie and find out where Thor went, what the hell happened to the Hulk, what's going on with these two, what are we going to do about it, and how the hell did Kate Blanchett get picked as the villainous? Oh, how much that's going to rock. And then, of course, you know, we've got, starting in 2018, you're looking at Black Panther coming out in February. I have to admit, going in a little bit with T'Challa, I wasn't entirely sure I was going to like his character. Mind you, I haven't seen a lot of the comics for it. I know, knock on wood, bad me. 
But the actor who played him really sealed the deal for me. I mean, he really was, you really had your heart go out to him. I was incredibly impressed by it, more than I can say about anything else. And then, of course, you know, we were going to have Ant-Man and Wasp coming out. Like I said, I'm looking forward to that one. Avengers Affinity War Part 1, 5-4, 2018. You know this is going to be marked in my calendar. And then, of course, getting into 2019, you got Captain Marvel, you know, Affinity Part 2, and the Inhumans. So much movies, not knowing what to do. I'm, I mean, I know there's all the Batman movies and the DC comics coming out. You got, you know, Suicide Squad. I'm looking forward to seeing that just because, you know, I'm impressed to see how Jared Leto's going to do with playing the Joker. I hate to admit it, I'm still a big old Batman with Jack Nicholson doing the role of the Joker for the old school movie. It's kind of like how they did animated series where Mark Hamill was the Joker's voice for God knows how long. But... Marvel has always been in my blood. It was ever since I was a kid with X-Men and then going in with all Captain America and things like that. You know, Marvel just really hit home for me more than DC ever did. I love DC, don't get me wrong. I'm a comic book fan. They'll be a comic book fan and movie fan and all that kind of stuff the day I die. But Marvel does it for me. Marvel is like my in, if I guess you could. <laughs> I know that sounds dirty, but right now I really could give her ass up. But getting into the whole thing of Marvel and going into my other love, which is writing, I'm still working on my book. Yes, I've been in kind of a rut. What kills me, though, is I've been kind of focusing it on this aspect of what they call Tumblr role plays, or like I like to refer to it as the Marvel Minute. It's hard to believe that Callie is actually at her year anniversary. The only way I knew about this is because when I looked at Time Hop, I posted some pictures of freaking Jeremy Renner's substand, Chris Evans, and it just made me remember how much it's been. It's been a full year since I've created Callie, and I still don't get how people fucking like my writing. <laughs> it's hard to think, but I never shared my writing very much with anybody. I was always so deathly afraid to. And then I opened up with some of the writing I did when I was working at Sykes, and people were telling me it was good. And then my surrogate sister, freaking Ethne, or I call her Piper. She's just Piper to me. I don't care. But Piper got me to decide to create this because of the whole she loved Marvel, I loved Marvel, and then she's got her character for that, which is Amelia, which is her own OC. And I just, holy shit!
I want you to know it. I love you guys a lot. Don't think that I don't because I do. I wouldn't send all those positive things to you guys through the Roleplay Journal. I wouldn't focus as much as I do with everything without saying how much I love you guys. It's just, I hope you know how much it, I mean, you can tell because I'm trying not to cry, but it's tears of happiness because how much I adore you. And speaking of how much I adore people, it's, the other thing I want to kind of just touch on briefly is, sorry, I'm looking at all my notes, it's crazy. There's a few people that are, I call them Vine famous, but they're just, I know they're just people, you know, they're everyday Joes like you and me, but there's one person on there that, she added me to Facebook a few weeks ago, and needless to say, I was pretty damn blown away by the whole situation of it. That would have to be Miss Jessica Cook. Those of you who don't know her, she is a model, she's an actress, she's an overall amazing human being who I absolutely adore beyond a shadow of a doubt. I found it just, I adored her from the moment I started following her on Vine, and that was almost two years ago. God, Jess, can you believe it's been two years already? Holy shit, where's the time gone? Yes, no. Have I met her? No. Will I get a chance to meet her? God, I hope so one day. I seriously would kill for the chance to get to see Jess face-to-face. I have met some fine people. I've met Cody and Marcus Johns. I've met Brody Smith. I've gotten to meet Thomas Sanders. He is just 100% the bomb. I love him to death. Have I gotten to meet Jess? No, because she's the West Coast side. I'm on the East Coast, you know. I don't know whenever I'll have a chance to get out West Coast-wise. One of these days, I really hope, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that. But is she somebody that I can her friend? Hell yes. You know, she's got such an amazing attitude and amazing personality. And, you know, she's just gorgeous. She's, I feel, with the right things, she's going to go well beyond anybody or anything. And to know for a fact that somebody as amazing as that, does consider somebody like me a friend, it, it's amazing. It just it blows my mind, and she knows how much I adore her. I mean, I, I, would, I would praise her until kingdom come. That's how much I adore her. And not only with Jessica, there's another one who I've been really close to over the course of these last two years. I consider him a friend that is going to have to be fit. And for those of you who know him on Vine or YouTube or whatever, he's known as 85th. He has, he's a beatboxer. He's a musician. He's, you know, a very talented person. He's funny, sweet. Do I consider him a friend as well? Damn right I do. He has actually been somebody who, whether he knows it or not, as much as I have said this, he has been somebody who has helped get me out of certain dark times in my life where nobody would have else really would have known anything about it. Now, I haven't really said anything about it to him, which I guess the cat's out of the bag now, I guess. But um, any time when I was at my work desk or if something else was going on, I always found it really funny. I He would always either post something on Twitter or I used to flip through Vine and come up on one of the different you know, random beatboxing buns he does, straw beats, still hold bar. 
I am so incredibly proud of him being able to see him on the movie Pitch Perfect 2. It's so funny to the fact where before the movie had came out and the previews for it, for the trailer came out, I'm like, oh, cool, Pitch Perfect 2 is one of my favorite movies. And I wasn't even looking at it. I set it down just to listen for a minute, and I hear this beatboxing going on, and I pause. I looked at it, and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? I know that skill anywhere. And as soon as I did that, I backtracked it and looked and paused it, and I was like, I know him. I freaking know him. What the shit? And it just... can't even describe right now because I'm afraid if I get into any more details, I may start crying and that's not a good thing. I don't want him to feel that this is a sad thing. You know, Fitz, you're amazing. You know, you're somebody I consider a great friend, my best bae forever. I know that goes back to the hashtag from Twitter well before, but it's true. Instead of the best bud forever, you're my best bae forever. You've always been there to be able to pick me up, keep me going, whether you know it or not, and I need you to know that I am so forever grateful. The words that I told you on the post to the website doesn't even compare, you know, and I actually, I'm sorry, I actually had a situation, this was just a few weeks ago, just to kind of give you guys a heads up. I was feeling a little stressed with everything that was going on. You know, dad's back in New York working as he is, and I'm the one taking him all back and forth to, you know, her doctor's appointments and things like that. And there's been some things that have been kind of scaring me a little, and I was by myself trying to deal with the stress, and I happened to have the music on, and I came across Stargazer, which, if you guys don't know, that's actually Digital Kick album, which part of it with Jay Walker, and I was listening to the one part that Fitz does through the singing, and he's doing the whispering, and he's, you know, the part where it says, you know, close your eyes, it's going to be okay in the end, and <laughs> I lost it. I started crying, silently, mind you, for about a good 10 minutes, due to the fact that it just, it fits with the situation that I was in right then. It completely fits. So I have to thank you, Fitz. You have no idea, but it meant the world to me. In regards to that, it's just you have no idea how much that meant to me. And I mean, the music that you and Jay have done, it still does. But those, those words, when I needed to hear them that time, it's the reason why I made that post on Twitter about you two, like you were in the car with me. Okay, I guess we kind of got through the whole situation where now I've gotten emotional, but that's okay. Sometimes you just got to get some words out. I just want to thank you guys for those of you who have been listening to this religiously, or even if you just come across it, welcome. Or you guys get a chance, you know, make sure you check out PositiveRandomosity.com. It is linked to the Tumblr. It is an official website. Major props to Mary who's been helping me out with that. If you guys want to take a look through, you'll see some of my photos. There's going to be some of my different, like, blog interviews that I did well back in the day. 
things kind of got a little out of hand. I haven't had a chance to keep in touch with some of the people that I had on there, but everything is still listed. You guys still have the ability to look at it. You know, I've got the podcast on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. There's a lot of really good content going on here. You know, right now it's just me. I'm hoping eventually I'll start getting a chance to talk to other people. Some other people have expressed interest in being able to sit down and do kind of like a one-on-one discussion with me, and I'm looking forward to that. But until then, it's just you guys and me. And I hope that this is going to continue for a good long period of time. But until then, I just need to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this, to know what's going on. I just want you to know, guys, I love you. Make sure you keep up, keep the positivity going, power it on. Positive. 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 Positive.